1: Welcome to another episode of the Juan on Juan podcast. I'm your host, Juan. On this episode, we are joined by Luke Williamson. Once again, people, we're going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite things. You're probably going to get tired of hearing about it on the show, but I don't care because it's my podcast. We're going to talk about ancient civilizations today. We're going to be talking in specific ideas surrounding the ancient astronaut hypothesis one of my favorite things to talk about because what if we are descendants of this alien race right of the anunnaki of these people the nomos the ones that came from from space and and taught us all these different things and had different this crazy technology we're gonna be talking about that today we're gonna go deep on that we're gonna be talking about odd findings at ancient sites their possible purposes maybe depictions of et visitations throughout south america we're going to talk about the movie prometheus the alien franchise all that stuff we're going to we talk about religion we talk about the singularity this episode is jam packed with some good good stuff and i love it i love all of it so without further ado this is ascended masters stargates and ancient religions with luke Williamson. So what we'll do is still in
2: in contact with them.
1: We'll transition and we'll talk about South America. South America. Now you've got my attention. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) But
2: if you if you look at the the you know indigenous histories there, I mean there's lots of contact with the Sky Brothers, and you know they still refer to them you know as the Sky Brothers. They're not for them the indigenous people. You know, at least Peru and Bolivia, it, this is not this is not a big deal at all. They know they exist. They know they're doing what they're doing. They're not really concerned about it. Uh, it's, just, it's just kind of a natural way of life. Um, but, you know, you get into the, the Puma Punku thing. Apparently, you know, I mean, the Inca, because the Inca didn't know who built that stuff. The Inca, uh, their mythology is that, like, Tiwanaku Puma Punku is where... You know, the universe was created or the earth was created. Like That's a happens. very
1: fascinating. Place. Have you been there?
2: Yes. And yeah. And, and you know, the Aymara talk about, you know, that was the place that was built in one night. And if you ask them who built it, it was, you know, the gods. And they if you I, I have asked Aymara indigenous people and they were, how old is the site? Because for us, you know, they tell us radiocarbon dating, which is not particularly accurate but they say you know 1100 1300 all in this area was when this stuff was done uh, but if you ask the Aymara how old that is they say it's about 14,000 years old and if you look at Pumapunku the the level of destruction there what happened at that site because nothing at that site is in its original place all these blocks and pieces uh, fit together you know like like interlocking 3d you know puzzles. And uh, this is so destroyed and spread out all over the place. Uh, This isn't a human uh, force that did this. This is like massive force of nature, but you're at 14,000 feet. So you're looking at either some kind of tidal wave madness, or you're looking at a glacier that like rolled through there and just destroyed everything, moved it, and then dropped it again or move part of it of course there are still some foundations there so that you know
1: you're talking about pumapunku right
2: yeah well pumapunku tiwanaku i mean you could you could almost you could hit a baseball from pumapunku and land it in tiwanaku it's
1: oh okay they're they're very
2: very close together
1: that's another place where they said that there's another stargate
2: (laughs) interesting enough yeah well you know what's interesting too is the you know, if you, if you look into the megalithic jigsaw-style walls, if you get into that, you will start noticing that the word Cyclopean is tossed around a lot. What and, does that mean? You know, as in of the Cyclops. And really? That, that actually comes from Greece, because there are old structures in Greece that, like, the Romans were like, dude, who the fuck built this? Uh, like near the Mycenae gate and stuff like there's all that polygonal uh, cellular type of stuff that usually you see in Peru or Egypt. And it's, you know, around just a couple of places in in ancient Greece. And, you know, the the Romans were like, who built this? And the Greeks didn't know, because they'd inherited it and built around it and used it incorporated into their works. And they told the Romans that the Cyclops had built that because they were much bigger and stronger and they knew how to you know, do that stuff so what that, part of the world are you in right now Luke <laughs> that's that's Greece that's Greece so I'm in California but no no uh, I'm
1: talking about like what we you're talking about because we're jumping around I'm just trying know, to keep
2: I know head. but I'm <laughs> gonna t- I'll tell you why in a second what's interesting about that cyclopean thing is I was at Pumapunku and uh, Tiwanaku and there's a, a pyramid uh, there at uh, uh, on the the back side of uh tiwanaku that's mostly buried uh but the, really? yeah but the you can see the corner foundations they've dug down at one part the rest of it looks kind of like a natural hill or they've cut into it but like once you go around the back you can see down into the actual structure a little bit
1: and oh i see it here yeah the buried pyramid yeah so i was i was talking to our,
2: our uh guide ross marie and um I asked her, like, you know, had is the inside of the pyramid accessible? Do people go in there? Have they explored it? You know, the usual questions, and she said it was open very briefly, and they close it again immediately. And
1: uh, insert and no, and nobody. And nobody, music. Yeah, yeah,
2: and nobody, nobody really goes in there anymore. And but she didn't really want to talk about it. And then
1: the Akapana um, pyramid? Is that yeah. the one you're talking about?
2: Yeah, and then I got to finally got her talking a bit, and she introduced me to another author up there. And uh, so part of the belief is that the they have there the ascended masters as they refer to them. Is they they oh close they close the the pyramid because the bodies of the ascended masters are in there. They're in stasis. They're not awake. But these people are cyclops, apparently.
1: Oh, my God. Really?
2: Yeah, this is, this is one of the things I was told. And I just found that interesting because you have inexplicable structures, or structures that are hard to explain, separated by oceans and many thousands of miles. And the indigenous people's explanation for both of them is that the cyclops built them. And I, I found that interesting, just on a, on a level of I wasn't expecting that.
1: Yeah and and uh, for those that don't know who the ascended masters are they are the extraterrestrial teachers of of who they call I mean think about it, ascended masters I mean that's that's fascinating I didn't know about that I didn't know about that that there's, that's that's look, dope. There's,
2: def, there's definitely um the indigenous people are are a lot more open minded to this kind of stuff and they have their own legends and mythology and whether they'll share it with you, I don't know because you know, we don't respect it very much. Uh there you know, we do this to indigenous people everywhere. I'm sure Brian mentioned this, Brian Forster, because I know it bugs him too. You know, we come mm-hmm. into places, we ignore what the indigenous people say is their history, we're like, Well, that's funny or interesting or stupid. Their shit up and then we make up stories about what happened that totally ignores the history and, and we do that a lot. Of
1: you're breaking up, uh, Luke. Mm, how are we now? Yeah, you're good now. So you said they—they're calling them the Cyclops people. I, you know, this—the
2: ascended masters supposedly there in Peru are supposedly Cyclops.
1: Huh.
2: But I, you know, I mean, is there's there's a guy I'm trying to remember his name. He's an author, and I'll have to.
1: It's like that one story you told me about where you had that one guy who never told you the the purpose for What was Aber that, please?
2: Yeah, Everwash insight, Lorian.
1: Man, can we can we find that guy again and Oh, I I know where he <laughs> is. I actually
2: blocked him on most media cuz I just got I got tired of of the constant tease of stuff that, you know, he wants to share but then won't actually share. I'm just I can, not you know.
1: I want to know now, Luke. I want to know and it's like this, like stuff like this. Uh, I
2: don't the thing is, you know, I don't I don't believe that guy. I think that guy, you know, thinks he can get away with you know, he knows it's not that. How much, do, stuff, you, how much do you How much do you
1: believe him. in the ascended masters being in that pyramid? Why it's like again, we have this even the government there, right? And Pumapunku doesn't want to keep burying. Oh no, we've buried enough. And then they show seismic uh, you know, they do whatever whatever Topography that they use or LiDAR, or whatever it is to show in the you know, underground and they, they show more what more tunnels and caverns and all this stuff and they're like no no we've dug enough. We've dug enough.
2: Yeah, I I I never I've never understood you know this sort of theory of we we know enough. We don't need to dig anymore. But it, And they're moving
1: know, things around there too as well, always, right? They're moving like stones around and standing things up.
2: They do move stuff around, yeah. And it's it's interesting because we don't know the original layout. What I will tell you is that a lot of the stones at Pumapunku, if you look at um, modern machinery foundations or bases uh, that are made like in uh, concrete to house massive machines, um, looks a lot like some of the blocks at Pumapunku.
1: Well, uh, who the one? Uh, what's his name? Uh Danikin or Danikin. How do you say his last name?
2: Yeah, Danikin.
1: Yeah, uh I was watching a video I think it was today about ancient because again, Did, I mean say it was a landing pad for uh, <laughs> it's a landing pad, Yeah, but, because you again. have the Maba uh, oh, Man my, my, my brain brain is fried right now uh, Mahabharata where they have like this epic fight and they talk about you know this ancient advanced technology and how all the pyramids in and then this is this supports your theory in south america in india that they're like all their pyramids are more like tower shaped and they're flat on the top yeah. and it's and like they have gateways at the top a lot of and they the have ones gate- in
2: Asia. In the ones in asia a lot of the cambodian ones have fucking gateway after gateway at the top like they're expecting like people <laughs> coming from multiple directions
1: crazy that's 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 weird right like it's like how much how i don't know luke i don't i don't know it's i i did an episode on with these other guys from these other podcasts on have you you know what obviously you know what a ufo religion is and i did this this episode on ashtar command have you heard about that no so ashtar command is they pretty much believe they're they believe they're Christian. I mean, they believe in, in, in if you would call it Christian, Jesus Ananda, which is Jesus Christ. And have you seen the movie Prometheus? Yes. Do you know, how, well, so so interesting thing here. Uh, I don't know if you've looked really into that. You know, at the part where the architect is talking to David at the end of it, right. and now that I think of it, it's almost biblical because the architect is is way bigger than David and it's like David and Goliath and like the Nephilim. I just thought I just made that connection just now. And if you look at the script for the movie, they didn't put the subtitles or the translation of what the architect said to David, right? And if you look at the script in the script, the architect is telling David that he's obviously they're communicating back and forth and they're like, hey, what did you do? You know, how, how, what? I forgot. I have to look back at it. But I said, he said like what did you do and then he talks about he's like listen we try to save your, your race we try to save your humanity but you we sent you jesus and you guys killed him so once you guys killed him that was it for us with you we just abandoned you because you guys are like a pretty much a barbaric and animalistic you know Man. uh society and that's when he obviously he rips his head off and the rest is history but they didn't translate that and I know the reason why they didn't translate it yeah. because obviously it would trigger yeah. a lot of people, right? Yeah. But it's like what if what if that is the like if if we d- did come from an alien civilization? I like that idea. I, I really One of the things
2: do. I liked about that movie was you know just the the reference like the pointing at the stars in the sky like this mm-hmm. is where we came from kind of thing because
1: And like the know Dole they Town, did, right?
2: They they did that because that's what you know some of us are doing we're looking and again the egyptians did it but really in south america uh, especially like if you go to Chavin temple there's this uh there's this rock out in front of the um, Is that south america yeah or out in front of the, the temple and i remember looking at it it looked like a, a bit of a puma paw like with the the, the pads of the, the puma print and i know how big they are on the that I, that jungle iconography up there, you know, the serpent, the puma, or the jaguar, and you know, uh, the condor, etc. And um, so that's kind of what I assumed it was. I need to make a video on Chibing
1: Temple. Anyway, later that yeah, sh- de Huantar is that the one they talk about?
2: Yeah, yeah. And later I was talking to a, a Wachimero shaman who knew an awful amount about uh, the Chibin culture. And I asked him about that and I'm like, tell me about, is that a, is that a Puma, Paul? Like, what is that? He goes, no, no, no. He goes, that's, that's the seven sisters. That's the Pleiades. And, you know, that, wow. those, those ancient cultures there had a very strong connection, like the Egyptians, uh, with this, uh, um, Orion, but they also, you know, the Pleiades is really important too, more so mm-hmm. in, in South America.
1: And in Sumeria too, there's, yeah. there's, uh, ancient Mesopotamia, there's, also depictions of what people say are you know the elohim which is the seven planets that we can see but there is depictions of what looks like that the seven stars and then one really big one in the center and some related to the Pleiades. but it's interesting right how how
2: there's a lot of reference to these places and and either beings or knowledge from those places and there's a lot of sacred places that revolve or have uh, a doorway uh, set into stone uh, that, you know, we take to be symbolic. But, um, you know, sometimes I look at those things and I'm like, if you plugged something into that, if you treated that as a socket for something could you plug something into that that opened a gateway you know i don't i think <laughs> about that stuff or is there you know is there a sound there's a really interesting thing you find in egypt a lot um especially in uh the temples of hathor um and at dendera um where hathor the goddess hathor has um she always has almost always has on her head a gateway and on top of that in that gateway is usually four directions. So there's four gateways on top of her head. A lot of times there's um, a person in the gateway. And then on either side of the gateway, there is what looks like a very delicate um, figure nine or like a bass clef uh, sound. And I asked Yusuf about that. And he says, this is a symbol for sound. And I see this symbol for sound on either side of the gateway uh and they actually made for um for Hattor has uh, a specific type of what they say is a sistrum now a sistrum is like a, a a stick with a a metal thing that rattles in it and it makes a weird kind of rattling sound but those have a different design but there's a special Hattor Design with the gates on the top of it with that sound thing on either side, and they say it's a system But for me, I keep coming back to this and looking at the gateway and seeing like this the symbol for sound on either side of the gateway. And
1: uh, you know, I just where is that that you're to... saying that Luke?
2: Um, well, this has to do with Hathor, the the Nether Hattor, but like her temple, Hattor's temple at Dendera.
1: Uh, is down that South the, America or no? That's Egypt.
2: Uh, so like if you go down into the crypt of Dendera, which has like what they call the light bulbs, the Dendera light bulbs.
1: hmm
2: Literally like three feet to the right of that are, um, you know, I mean, and they're everywhere. They're not just there, but literally three feet to the right of that is a like a four gateways next to each other that are probably each four gateways apiece. Some of them have figures either kneeling or standing in the actual gateway it's like on top of the head of of hathor and it has like what the
1: fuck these, yeah this is
2: wild. It, it has like these dots that are connecting it from like this thing and they say oh this is supposed to be incense you know coming this is supposed to be a system and there's incense coming from this that goes onto it it's it doesn't make it their explanation for it makes no sense and so I, I look at that, and again, it's like another thing that has to do – another thing you find there in, in that temple too are just gates <laughs> with a number of stars inside the gate
1: or like right <laughs> over the gate. And Where is it, like Abydos, where you have the UFO and all that stuff? Is that where that's at?
2: No, that that's actually – well, it is. It's a Seti one temple, which is above above Abydos, above the Assyrian oh, temple. Oh, it's there, there as well? Yeah, but well those that's where they have what they call like the helicopter yeah. and the tank and whatever. But that that is pareidolia. That is that is not intended at all. And if you if you know enough about hieroglyphs, what you're seeing there is um older Blue, sets of on. hier No, no, what you're seeing there is older sets of hieroglyphs that have been written over and the old ones have been filled in and then that filling has come out. And you can. I've heard you, that. If you superimpose those two sets of existing hieroglyphs on top of each other, you get that exact design. Those like the Egyptians, there wasn't somebody. Well, like, what
1: are the chances, Luke?
2: Uh, getting better all the time, I'd say. I know that's not. You know, they, <laughs> there wasn't a guy like you know uh, tapping into a temple wall having you know like a vision of a tank or a helicopter in the future. Uh, you know, yeah,
1: but know. it's just like the chances of that happen. I mean, okay, so to, to reinforce what you're saying, okay, maybe for example, these Dendara light bulbs, right? Yeah. Uh, the Enigma at Dendara. The the so if, is there more depictions of this anywhere else? Because if they didn't depict this anywhere else, there
2: are more at Dendara. Um. So only there. What you've got is the the one that everybody sees, and then. Directly opposite that, in that same chamber, there's another uh, situation with one that has like um, an individual the upright ones behind the up, yeah. it with yeah. two knives in the hand yeah. and like a uh, so that one is behind it. And then upstairs in Seti Temple, there are a couple of rooms that high up on the walls also have that that light bulb design. But if you look closely at that light bulb design, what you'll see is that it's um and i can't i cannot explain how it appears to be plugged in and that stuff (laughs) but what i what i will say is that the base of what you call the light bulb is is a lotus and it's a lotus stalk that comes off of that and then what you have inside is the serpent emerging from the lotus into this this new space and i i think what we're looking at is not necessarily a light bulb but it is a depiction of the creation of a universe or a dimension like that is what's actually happening is out of because in in india it's the same thing everything like first there was the primordial ocean and it's interesting that you have this in india and you have this in egypt there's what they call the the primordial ocean of, of nun in egypt and that was what existed the primordial uh, ocean, and then the lotus comes out of that and then the serpent comes out of that and all and then life and all this stuff. And I think what that is is it's a depiction of netairs creating another dimension or you
1: know a universe.
2: I think that's really I don't think it's a light bulb. I think what you're seeing there are
1: look, so you just took creating. you just took my idea yeah. and just fucking blew it up into like this other crazier idea. so. The idea of that depiction over there, Abydos being what it looks like. And then you just fucking told me about them creating another portal, another dimension. <laughs> yeah, another, another universe, maybe. You know, I mean, we
2: see, we see this kind of stuff in... me what, what was that movie? Was it like an Ant-Man movie or something where there's a really small... Um, you know, there's another dimension or there's an entire universe or something that's really small and like a a dog swallows it or something like or i don't i don't remember that i saw some movie in foggy i was
1: yeah i don't remember i just know
2: this could could there be you know i i very often think that our entire you know universe could just be like the contents of some larger being's stomach on its way through the intestinal tract like it could be any of those things
1: we're probably an atom in another in another person's universe and atoms are just
2: our entire universe could be like one cell in a whole other universe.
1: Because you know, uh, who is it that talks about that? I, I, oh yeah, Terence McKenna talks about that. How we're just this big organism, right? Yeah. And that's crazy though. I didn't, I, I didn't know about those bulbs. That's that is very weird. And you said that you can find that in India, but India is older than Egypt, right?
2: I, I yes, I believe that India. Is the closest connection that we have to to our origin. And you were talking about the Mahabharata earlier, and I don't know yeah. this, I'll, I'll have to, because I don't know the name of it offhand, um, but I have it uh, on my my Kindle, which is broken at the moment, so I've got to like I can't read all my fucking ebooks. But um, uh, an Indian scholar wrote a book. What he did was he took the Mahabharata and he took all the astronomical uh, information that's in that like the positioning of the stars in the skies and events that happened uh, geologically etc etc and he went back and matched that with actual like the night skies in our history going all the way back you know using precession to date what was where and then uh, geological events the best of our knowledge etc and he says the Mahabharata is like six or seven thousand years older than than where we put it today wow judging by what they're describing
1: yeah yeah i thought that was interesting but the the stuff in that book is wild right what's that one city i I believe it's in mexico that's very big and they also talk about you know it's all just what looks like platforms um uh what teotihuacan I think yeah, I tell to a Yeah, you got the,
2: the the pyramid of the sun and the moon and, and all that stuff. Yes,
1: yes. Again,
2: I, have do you know been who, there? Do you know, I was supposed to go there in May. Uh,
1: I Thanks, to Shout out COVID nineteen. Yeah, 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 but um, I
2: will get there. Um, knock on wood. But do you know who built those?
1: I do not know. Yeah. Me.
2: <laughs> Neither does anybody else. The Aztecs wow. didn't know the Aztecs <laughs> didn't know who built them you know we've gone in there we like carbon dated stuff and they they're like oh it was probably around you know seven I don't even remember where they but they say it's like not that long ago you know two three thousand years or something but you know they're using that thing has been built over so many times by later by the Aztecs and, and whatnot as well but you know we treat carbon14 uh like it's been you know like it's a steady level exposure to the you know to the like how it forms is is steady and it's not and all our numbers are i, I think a lot of our numbers are off because of
1: you know, the variation too, right? yeah
2: the, well the variation caused by you know both natural processes and like human reactivity and it causes irregularities and then you know it just throws everything off, and I know they're, you know, they're coming up with, well, we're we're calibrating, you know, so, uh, and then of course it's, you know, they think it's accurate to about sixty-two thousand years or something, but you know, those are something that's outside of that, you know, I, I
1: don't know. Those What's are, are just guesstimates, thing? right? Like it's always it's that's what blows my mind about space and stuff that they're guessing, they're guessing, and whatever they say. Is what that's like when you admit to murder, right? And you can't take back what you said. Like so, once they put something out there, like that's what it is. They can't really change it. it can you go inside this uh this pyramid? The the
2: I don't the, I don't it? think I don't think it's I don't think they have not at Teotihuacan. There are some that have uh, tunnels that you can go into a little bit at least, but I think they've got this stuff uh closed down they just found a new tunnel not too long ago underneath there they're still finding stuff you know mercury uh mica uh they're finding all kinds of crazy crazy stuff and uh you know obviously this was used by later cultures but it's just another example of of reuse the aztecs didn't know who built this i have a feeling this is one of these things it's partially left over
1: from uh you know at least another mystery civilization or twelve thousand years yeah is that what you're trying to get at again? Jeez. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, Daniken is one of the other ones that talks about how they launch spaceships from here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, a lot of these, they have platforms at the top. So it, it, you know, this, this Egyptologist who was telling me, you know, the stories about, you know, Toth and the followers from across the sea and, you know, somebody stabbing himself in the back six times after telling the truth about Abaru Wash and all this stuff. Uh, this guy was telling me that, um, you know the, that basalt floor uh that's left over from one of the temples outside the great pyramid he's like this is called the landing zone and he started getting you know really excited and intimating that this is egypt yeah right outside the great pyramid and it's a very interesting basalt floor it's got some really interesting tool marks in it uh that were definitely like machine tool marks and uh it's you know it's it's an incredible uh, floor, but it and so anyway, he's telling me it's referred to as the landing zone, which you know, apparently it is. And uh, he's making all these references to how this is suggesting that it's aliens and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, but didn't the river come up to like right there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, so then they would need somewhere for the boats. <laughs> like, I'm just. <laughs> it maybe it was a landing zone. Maybe it wasn't necessarily for. Like I honestly, I I. Like Mulder, you know, I want to believe. Um, I just don't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen any evidence that they've they've built stuff for us or left it behind. But I, I'm not opposed to the idea that they've either they've interfered with us either by engineering or sharing knowledge. I mean, it, you know, that whole story of the Dogon and how because it's very interesting. You know that that they came down. They selected eight people from the tribe and they they took them and taught them agriculture
1: mm-hmm. and
2: basic science and like how to communicate and encode this and, and pass the knowledge on and they just kick-started civilization again i'm much more because of their knowledge of like the Sirius system and you know things that we couldn't see with the naked eye that they knew not only knew they yeah, were there but, 50 but had, years before but had like the you know astronomical chart i mean absolutely to the millimeter Perfect.
1: 50 years before yeah. it was discovered yeah. things that you can't yeah. see and they Thanks. knew the density they knew the location that that's what blows my mind that's why i like the ancient alien the ancient astronaut right the ancient astronaut theory or hypothesis whatever because again that's why i look that's why i ask you how much of it all is physical or metaphysical right what if man that's why what if maybe they they prayed or something and this was revealed to them in a dream like how you had a dream you know with the stargates how much of it do you think was that or how much do you think it was that they were doing you know somebody the other day i was doing a podcast on another show and i was like he's like well i don't know if if back then i think we were talking about the yeah so the ashtar command we were talking about that about how they they say jesus is (laughs) an alien right right and he was sent down here, and then how they had an experience where they went up into light ships, and and it's like this whole galactic confederation of ships and like this fleet, right? And they are they don't they don't say it's a physical thing; they say it's a spiritual thing. And I go, well, maybe they were using psychedelics. And the guy on the podcast was like, well, I don't think they use psychedelics back then. And I was like, Uh, well, psychedelics have been around for. Mm thousands and thousands of years so was the original cable how yeah so how much of it was maybe they were having psychedelic experiences and meeting these Mm -hmm. these entities or something but then what are those entities right because obviously you've done a lot of psychedelic uh, you've had a lot of experiences with you know on dmt especially 5meo shrooms where you have
2: these this 5meo not it's not an entity. It's the NN DMT. It's the entity DMT.
1: Which is so? Which is the to, the Totus Five MEO? No.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you you don't see entities in that on on that one?
2: No, because there's only one entity, and it's you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so NN DMT. It, it's also not
2: you. Wow.
1: See, so so what if? How do you feel about like, the whole Koshik records?
2: Oh, I I absolutely. Things don't work. Like, you know, we're so physical. We're so human. We're never going to understand because this is the only perspective that we have and we can't let go of it. And yeah, I believe that that all that information is accessible uh, somehow. To the
1: universe, you you know? Like the the information of the universe. And we do
2: it a lot automatically. You know, we call it instinct uh, or a hunch or a feeling or deja vu or. You know, a sixth sense or, you know, whatever. But we access that stuff all the time without knowing it.
1: Because I've told you about the theory I was, again, doing it. Because I've learned so much from just doing my podcast alone, even with you. Like right now, you talk to me about these different places. I look them up, and there's some things that I have, I'm still learning today. And uh, I, there I was the
2: same experience.
1: <laughs> the gene, the, the X gene, I think we talked about it, the haplogroup uh, gene X, where yeah. it traces back. you know crazy places around the world and like how i told you about the mayans we're talking about south america the mayans what if they were able to tap into this other thing as a whole as a whole society as a people and take off and and leave i think i well
2: i mean it's something like that is possible i would imagine on some. i think everything you know really could be possible on some level but I think that what they were definitely doing was uh, figuring out oh, because they are still doing it. I've been there, I've done it. They they still have an interface with uh, what they see is, as the spirit world, but is really you know the entity world because you know all these spirits are not necessarily from this this dimension. And that that NNDMT experience I had where I was suddenly in the Amazon and looking at the pyramids that had faces on them that I'd never seen before that I later saw like in real life and like having that coupled with the the understanding just slamming down on top of me like like a piece just being slotted into place irrevocably that this is what they were doing there they they had come through they had made this connection through their plant ingestion with these entities from this other place and they were either emulating them by building what they were seeing in these other places which is what i was seeing in those other places or they had been instructed to build those things here and that's where where i started to get into that thing like i was talking to you about is do these things exist in the same spot in multiple dimensions do they function well in one dimension and not in another is it like full raging power in the next dimension over in this one it's a ruin you know what are you know what How does this I don't know how this works. It's possible that this works every way.
1: Well, it's like it's like, you know, to to touch on that, it's like what you had said about when you were doing DMT or ayahuasca in certain parts of the world, you were seeing things of that civilization, right? Yeah. And they the plants seem to communicate. It's like it's like mycelium
2: communicating with.
1: It's like mycelium, right? So, so fungi tr- uh, communicates with one another by my mycelium, and, and other plants talk to each other by this network of mycelium, and that's so fascinating. Because what if, you know, how string theory says everything's connected? What if that is something like that, right, Luke? Like, like, and ugh, man, I, I don't know. And I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> about the we, we talked about the mayans right i mentioned the mayans i'm seeing this article right now laser finds thousands of lost mayan structures oh, yeah. and it's, it says researchers using laser scanning technology have uncovered 60,000 previously unknown mayan structures in Guatemala it's like right now they're finding all these structures in the amazon rainforest amazon.
2: they're going to keep look they bulldoze them from time to time there's one in belize that was in the in the way of where they wanted to build a road and they just ignored everybody and fucking bulldozed it but when I was in Belize, what 15, 15 years ago, um, there were just their ruins there. Everybody knows about. Um, they're just covered. They just haven't been excavated. There are piles of, uh, you know, flint arrowheads, like four feet high, just sitting in the jungle, like where they were being made, like at wow. that time. You know, wow. Wow. It's, it's amazing the stuff that is waiting, and you can imagine all the way down in, in the Amazon, there's going to be stuff out there that is so old, like from before that was a jungle, um, that we're going to find, you know, that's, that's sitting underneath that. There's older stuff under Angkor Wat that we've seen, in, you know, in, in Asia, now that we're starting to use LiDAR and stuff. A lot of these sites, because this is what happens with the really important sites, they're, they're energetic and they're important and every successive uh, generation or version of humans uh, recognizes this in some way and and they use that site because of that and it becomes like a ritual or a gathering uh, site that's of great importance to the community and you know different communities will take it over from other communities and when they do they'll build their structure there it's the same thing it's like it's like when you go to Jerusalem, there's at some point there was just a spot in the desert that had energy and was important. And then that became something which became a temple and then somebody conquered it and it became a mosque. And then somebody built, you know, a church. And then and this is what this is what the Catholics did all through South America. All these mm-hmm. important Inca sites now have got churches on top of them. Like we just keep putting, you
1: know, the, mm. the
2: and these buildings on top of the energy spots it's
1: interesting right it makes you think maybe the reptilian overlords know something that we don't know sure and they know everything they know well they know everything so it's like look at this truck drives over ancient nasca lines in peru they're like it's like you said they did bulldoze the other stuff it's like they they intentionally someone destroy, supposedly
2: Crashed a truck into one of the Easter Island uh, moai the other day. Like it was in the news. Like he demoed one of them. Just like his the brakes went out in this old truck and he just wow. like, took
1: it out. So we were talking about having landing platforms and you know whose structures have the same thing? They're just like towers. The Mayans. What if they weren't? What if they didn't die? The the Incas. What the Incas sacrificed themselves to death, right? <laughs>
2: Um, no, no, the Incas were, were wiped out by the,
1: who who the yeah. well, the were the people that were
2: destroyed by the, by the,
1: the who were the ones that did thousands and thousands. It was, it was the Inca. No, what's that oh, one the, movie? Apocalypse.
2: Az, the Aztecs. with Aztecs. The yeah. Sacrifice. The Aztecs. Hungry. I mean, the Mayans
1: did sacrifices too. That's that movie Apocalyptico, right? That's the, I, uh, I yeah. What? No, haven't you haven't seen. seen that movie? No. Oh my God. That's a great movie, dude. You got to check that out. But it's like, you know, it's reinforcing the whole Old Testament. You know, some Gnostics believe that the Old Testament was the work of demons, and you had the, you know, this God that wanted to sacrifice children, and it was just sacrifice, 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 and like this fun and game. And then the New Testament, it's like, oh hey, I'm happy. It's like they believe they 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 ignored the Old Testament, they ignored it. They said that's from a demon, and the New Testament is what they regarded. And even they went as far as worshiping John the Baptist. They thought John the Baptist was the the true Messiah. It's it's very interesting, you know, history and religion, the way it all plays and out. I'm much more
2: inclined towards uh, uh, the the Hindu and the Buddhist, which came from the Hindu way, because it's it's a it's a way of life and an acceptance of life that has really doesn't have much to Very do different. With, with worshiping something. And uh, it's a much more uh, open, understanding, sort of gentle way of life. And I, that appeals to me as And I, honestly, when you're in a, a Buddhist country, the vibe is so different from other countries for me. Like it just. It's more
1: of like finding that inner self and, and like you said, being in touch with everything, uh, sort of like a higher consciousness type of thing. And it's, I have a friend of mine who she went and she was traveling back and forth to India and she says that they, obviously they, she's a, she's a yogi and they, she says the, the, the energy that there's there, the people like, she, she would see this guy in the market who had no, no, no legs. And he was walking around with blocks on his hands and he was like the happy, he was homeless and he had no legs and he was like the happiest person in the world smiling. And she would see him constantly. And he was just like, so happy. She's like, why is this man so happy? He's homeless and he doesn't have any legs but again we come this you know we come from this this materialistic society we've lost touch with nature that's why with all this covid-19 stuff going on
2: you can change how you look at things too because if this guy is looking at from like the hindu reincarnation point of view then he is racking up some serious points on this life like really and if he's got everything like he want like people know him and they like him He's homeless. He has no legs, but they know him. He's part of the community. I'm sure people feed him like they're probably happy to see him because he's happy. And, you know, it, it creates like a positive thing, even in a negative situation. And if that's how he's looking at it, he's probably fairly happy because, yeah, he's that's like, you know, three cherries on a, you know, on a one armed bandit or something for the next life. He's going to be the, the Maharaj, maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah but who knows right like it's you look at homeless me, people
2: here. i probably would not <laughs> I
1: would probably, well I that's probably the thing right so really, you look yeah. at homeless people here and they're just so sad and just you know begging for money panhandling whatever I and they, you see the you see the difference right you see the difference and this with this whole thing going on you know it's we've lost touch with nature it's like oh you know, the food supply is going to be gone. We're not going to be able to eat. And I told my fiance, I said, listen, there's no food, right? Let's say the food runs out. Let's say they put us on a quarantine. Well, guess what? I live in Florida. The government here pays you to go kill anacondas and boa constrictors in the, in the Everglades. Guess it's what? Snake is good. Sna- we'll cook some snake up. There's boar. There's rabbit. There's birds. There's duck. But but people are so afraid. Oh well, there's no food. There's there's food all over. There's food all everywhere. Go fish. Eat fish. You know, it's like people for we talk about ancient civilizations and it fascinates me and I, and I love it because back then, okay, aside from all the weirdness that these people, the knowledge that they knew, aside from all that, they they were hunters and gatherers, right? And they lived from nature. Everything was nature back then. Everything was yep. nature. And then obviously. So we talked about the Incas. Who who wiped the Incas out, right? When they came, the white man, right, the, the, the Europe or the Europeans, whatever you want to call it, came and they started getting infected. And they probably gave them COVID nineteen. <laughs> who knows? Gave them that, and they wiped them all out with disease and all this craziness. And they started breeding with the women. Obviously, probably sexually we also, transmitted I mean, diseases.
2: Also, I mean, destroyed their their moral culture as well. I mean, the Inca, like they didn't have. They had no concept of locks on doors. Like they, there was mm-hmm. like there was no theft. Like in their community, it was you know it was a different it was a different way of life to you know the old world.
1: It's just like the Indians, right? When when Christopher Columbus came, and it's like, oh, we conquered this land. It's like this land wasn't yours to begin with, and this land's nobody's, right? This land is is uh, nature's, right? It's 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 it, one
2: I, of the curse though of the human race in that. Uh, So many times the cultures that come closer to understanding like a a harmony and balance are wiped out by savage fucks who just, you know, have a lot of weapons and want to conquer everything.
1: Look at the cargo cults, right? Those cargo cults, like those people don't even know what's happening. And it's, you know, it's that. I was looking at my you son. You mean like
2: the guys on, on the islands that made like uh, <laughs> yeah. straw straw airplanes to try yeah. to get the airplanes to land yeah. with the, yeah. the military supplies again?
1: Yeah. Uh, and I, I, the other day I was looking at my son. And this is why I hate pedophiles. And I believe that they should be – I believe that what we should do right now, if the food runs out, we should chop. <laughs> uh, you had told me before cannibalism. cannibalism. Chop them up and, and distribute the meat and, and eat them I'm- because – I was looking at my yeah. I was looking at my son. You,
2: you, you get some kind of horrible brain disease. If
1: you... Probably, right? Probably. I was looking at my son the other day, and I was looking at him, and he was just so happy. He was reading. He was, like, holding a book. He was trying to read a book. He's just so happy, and I'm just looking at him, and I go, man, he doesn't even know what's happening right now. Yeah. He doesn't even know what's going on yeah. in the world at this time and, you know, at this moment in time. And... It's, it was just like that kind of sort of, right? I mean, there probably still was some evil in their own culture and people. And obviously, they did human sacrifice. But aside from all that, it was like that. You know, the the other people came and conquered them, took that innocence away in a sense. You know how you said that they revolutionized their culture. You know, no doors. Then what? You have to make doors, people coming in. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that and the way it changes. And that's why it's just like. You know somebody takes the innocence away from a child or something like that that's that's the way I can see it uh, you know with that intention It's like you have that intention when you first show up and you don't know what's gonna happen and can you imagine like these tribes back then these people would trust the foreigners that come and then they would stab them in the back and start killing them or invading them that's you know that's
2: why the, when you start see these, right? these stories in the news of like christian moron murdered by tribe who did not want to be contacted <laughs> It was like he knew they didn't want to be contacted they probably ate him too he still wanted to go and, and tell them about jesus and like risk their entire community by exposing them to all our diseases and even though like the time the two times he went before and they shot at him with arrows you know stuff he's oh, like oh yeah. no, really this time is going to be different i don't have I totally respect. I feel on a spiritual level like I am on my balcony with poisoned arrows all the time. I just, I wish I could just. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like pushing your beliefs. That's what. That's that's my main problem with religion. It's just that the war gets political, and then you brought up an interesting point where they take these different sites and they build mosques and churches on on it right that's so weird because it is true what if we can and that's why it blows my mind that we want to go to other planets and do what what if on another planet we encounter some extraterrestrial disease that's way worse than covid and it turns people into zombies
2: yeah no it was one of those it might even have been might even have been prometheus or something but you know it's like you land on another planet and and it's just ridiculous like people taking their masks off to breathe in yeah you have
1: no idea
2: there could be like anything that's in the air any kind of bacteria here that we have no response to because that's what they think
1: it is that's what they think it was and and so alien so alien's covenant was supposed to be a continuation of prometheus it was in the movie it was like oh from the failed mission of prometheus uh you know the covenant which was the new ship was gonna go explore this other planet and i don't know if you've seen the movie aliens i'm not i'm not big into i'm not big into little green men i'm more into like the interdimensional alien type (laughs) i like that sort of alien you know like the the one that uh interdimensional being entity whatever i'm not you know the grays and stuff like that i don't really that doesn't really interest me all that much to be quite honest but the alien franchise i'm not a big fan of but when i saw that it was going to be related to it the first th- movie is, is just an absolute classic though i mean there's nothing yeah but after like that it, look it's the same shit over and over yeah, and over again yeah no, absolutely right? but
2: the first movie is,
1: it's like predator yeah. oh what's he gonna do oh he's gonna kill everybody <laughs> that's what it is and so i watched it thinking that i was going to be more related towards the the architects and it was the same director and i was like oh this is great because i really enjoyed prometheus and it wasn't. It was, you know, the aliens. A lot of,
2: stuff. Yeah, a lot of people hated Prometheus because they they were wanting, like, you know,
1: the aliens, the regular ones, the xenomorphs. Yeah, they were wanting that. Stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that's stupid. I don't I don't I don't like that. But I was interested
2: it, in the story. I I do think somebody should have told uh, Charlie's Teron to how not to run in a straight line away from from a rolling wheel. <laughs> but uh, but yeah no i it wasn't a bad wasn't a bad movie i didn't think it was as horrible as i mean it's you know it's just like any other movie in that there's a series of completely unbelievable things and not even like the space travel and whatever but where um you know the character has to sort of give herself the alien abortion yeah in the machine and then like carry on like running and jumping and hanging on to stuff and like one time she like winces a little bit I'm like, you know, there's just <laughs> you know, there's no way, but
1: Yeah, yeah. and the and the, the ending, have you seen Covenant? Uh
2: that's the one where they land on another planet and they all get sick from spores and whatnot. Yeah, right. you saw yeah, that one, right? I did see that, yeah.
1: So at the ending of that movie, and this is the, the part that I like the most, because obviously we talk I th- I think I've talked to you about the singularity. We reach this point where we invented cyborgs, right? Cause David and, and the other guy I forgot what they named the other cyborg. He obviously there was a fight right between the two. And one of them wanted to what like genetically modify the humans. He was like worshiping these aliens and he was right. doing all these experiments with them. And I was like, and then what did he do? He wiped out that civilization there on that planet when he pulled up with the ship. So I was like, I was like, what if, at the end of the day, AI, like Terminator or whatever, instead of you know blowing us up, just tries to genet makes another COVID nineteen type thing that just completely wipes out humanity and just transforms it into what they think is an ideal species and a eugenics type thing, right?
2: There's there's plant there's these plants that do that to ants, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, the parasites, this,
2: right? Yeah, they have this this kind of
1: or uh, the fish that takes the tongue of the that the that, that,
2: the plant emits that makes the ants do stuff for the plant and then commit suicide on the plant it's really really weird
1: i think it, there's bees too there's a one for bees there's one for fish where it takes the tongue of the fish it replaces the tongue of the fish and it does some crazy stuff to the fish and like, i think patrols them too but that's wild right it's like and i think that's a sort of of fungus no it's a sort of fungi probably yeah probably right because we have talked obviously psilocybin and stuff and (laughs) i've showed you my little experiments and it's like it's like this living thing and even when your experiences with ayahuasca and the shamans how they tell you it's like who told you well the plants told us and like maybe we are maybe we are a plant experiment and we just were invented to move things around for them <laughs> we're
2: like sea monkeys <laughs> alien sea monkeys do you do you know do you know about sea monkeys
1: oh yes like, i'm familiar with sea monkeys. yeah
2: i'm a i'm a child of the 70s and those were like the rage like in the late 70s for some time what the, i don't even remember what it's they are
1: alien thing it's
2: uh they are some kind of freeze dried something you add water in it like they come to life like little well
1: i i i know about them because i've i have fish right. so i've fed them to them they're called uh brine shrimp there we go they're 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 a type of shrimp brine shrimp they look very odd and it's crazy because right now i have some eggs in my in my fridge and it's crazy all these things you just literally add water aerate it and it just comes to life <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's alien it's an alien if you look at it it's like and they get very big too you can raise them and feed them to fish and they get very big and, and they mature in a couple of days it's just like the, it's like the movie Alien, right? In a couple of minutes it's just coming out of the guy's body and it just grows into this bigger thing. And there's so much weird stuff on this planet that we don't even understand. But yeah, we want to go and, and culture. This is this is why modern
2: medicine and science is really good in a lot of ways, you know, because a few hundred years ago people really had parasites and, you know, and no teeth and wooden teeth and you know it's it's good that we you know it's not all tinfoil shit but we just we need to we need to understand that like science also has no sense of morality
1: no and neither does nature neither does nature right and i and i talk about this all the time and adding to what we've talked about we if there was no humans there wouldn't be, first of all, animals don't care about borders. I was watching this video the other day of a badger eating a snake. Mm. And badger, badgers a badass. Badass. And it's like, wow, that's really wild. Like, he kept going. I think there's a, there's a species of animal, I don't know if it's a badger, where it gets high. I think it dies while it's fighting, like, cobras. It, like, dies for a second or something or, like, gets in this state of where it's just like knocked out and then i don't know where it just snaps out of it because obviously the venom from the from the snake i don't know if it's if it's badgers or what animal i have to look it up but they literally get knocked down then like a couple hours later just wakes up (laughs) wolverine power of regeneration yeah so luke to wrap up and i know we've talked about a lot of different things uh today do you have any final thoughts to summarize what we've talked about (laughs) no not really but
2: you know there is. We keep threatening to talk about South America.
1: Um, yeah. And we keep, we, we keep like, getting away. Because it's it's so much. So what I'm gonna do, Luke? What I'm gonna we'll do? We'll get there. One well, uh, I don't know if you what you're looking like, what your schedule is looking like. I'll come up with a timeline or something. And I'll and I'll text you. I'll I'll shoot you some messages and be like, hey, we'll we'll follow this timeline hopefully, because every time I talk to you, you're gonna, I learn so much from you, and that's, that's not why. A bad idea. That's why I like talking and having these conversations that I learn and it just fascinates me, right? Like how, how these people were back then. And obviously you have the official narrative. If you want to believe that, and then you have the, what the evidence points to, like what Brian talks about the evidence points to this, but they're saying that. And then when you try and change that, they combat it with something else. And at the end of the day, maybe we will we won't ever know. We won't ever know. We what if just like in the movie Prometheus, what if we were to find out where we came from? And I don't think the people on Earth ever did find out because they all died.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should we should talk about some of the that stuff too, like uh, the moon, because the moon is a, a super weird uh, situation. A, in the moon I think is maybe uh, like half a billion years older than than the earth which is kind of
1: odd well there is cultures that remember the moon not being there right and that's and why they it, say it it's has, it
2: would be very difficult for us to capture it in that exact position and it's it's the only moon really of that size yes and, to the, the size fact, of the fact that it's perfectly positioned to uh,
1: and we're locked face locked like yeah with we're face
2: locked we're actually uh, orbiting each other and the fact that yeah it's the just the perfect size and position to, to give us a full eclipse. It's uh, it's really weird. Like without, without the moon, you know, the, none of this would be possible. So it's a, it's a very interesting thing to look into. And the fact it seems to be hollow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They also say that, that it's hollow. That's, and I've been meaning to do an episode on that too. Hollow moon, which is very interesting. And then obviously the fake moon landings, if you want to talk about that too, you know, like they say that we did a land on the moon, but who knows? Cause it's, Again, I there's things that I can't prove that we that we can't all none of us can prove, right? There's all the there's the law of thermodynamics and all these different laws, law of gra- uh is there a law of gravity? Is there is that even a thing? Oh, I want to make that shit up. It's a but, theory. Yeah, you know, cause it yeah, cause exactly. I was talking to my sister the other day and she asked me, you know, we're talking about religion and she asked me, How can people believe in something they don't see? And I was like, Well, that's called faith, right? Faith is such a powerful thing because we know gravity's there, we know what it does. Mm-hmm. And some of these people will tell you that, you know, they feel that connection whatever it may be if it is real or not, but it's real to them and some people say they see they've seen God and he speaks to them, but then you have the how much of it? How much for a long time in the world were a lot of these religions schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's there's that Uh, And again, it can be so many things, and then obviously that does offend people when you talk about those things. But it's it's just something that's there. And however Straddle says it's the mark of a dedicated man to you know to hear a thought without accepting it.
2: Yeah, just be able to think about it for a while.
1: But yeah, yeah, we'll eventually get to it. And yeah, Luke, I I love these conversations, and we'll plan for (laughs) we'll plan for South America one. Yeah, you, definitely. You just shoot me the ones that or actually I'll look I'll look through do you have any South American videos?
2: Uh I think I just have Sawate up at the moment, which is an interesting site. I've been meaning to do more, but I was hoping to go back in May and get some more footage. Um, but you know, we'll just have to see what, what's going on with the
1: Yeah. It's affected everybody. COVID nineteen We'll figure it out and then just shoot me the places that you like the most or something. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. That you find the most interesting and then I'll research them and I'll be able to tag along with you because then – that's why I ask you, where are we, Luke? Where, where?
2: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I want to talk a bit about like the, the Hanan Pacha uh, stuff and a, a guy called Jesus Gamara and some of the really interesting theories and we can talk about five or six of the most interesting sites there and some of
1: that stuff. Yeah, kind we'll of, plan it. We I mean, I'm I'm relatively open this week, so if you want we can do it sometime this week and
2: Yeah, we'll I'm, I'm I'm sort of self-isolated more or less. Occasional store <laughs> run, that's about it. So, I'm around too. Just uh just working on on more editing.
1: Right on Luke. Well, uh where can people find your stuff, Luke? I, I didn't ask you. I'll plug it in sure. at the beginning.
2: Uh www.enigmasoftheancient.world and if you go there, you can actually find a link um, on the media page to my Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube sites. i got a bunch of videos on various places around the world, ancient sites. I occasionally take tours. we got one in October, COVID-19. Uh, Hopefully, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just you can check that stuff out through my website,
1: enigmasoftheancient.world. Once again, it's always a pleasure, Luke. Thank you so much, man.
2: Yeah, thanks Juan. I really enjoy our conversations.
1: There it is, another episode of the Juan on Juan Podcast. Make sure to check out Luke's work on YouTube, Enigmas of the Ancient World. Also on Instagram. Also make sure to follow us on social media. Instagram in particular. At the Juan on Juan Podcast. My website is the Juan on Juan Podcast.com. And guess what my email is? The podcast at gmail.com Shoot me an email if you want to be on the show, have anything interesting to talk about. Shoot us a rating. Hopefully five stars. If you don't, that's fine. But you're a piece of shit. But still rate us. Whatever. I don't care. Spread the word about the show. And once again, thank you for the support. And until next time. <laughs>